Many important legal opinions do get analyzed by your school or district and reflected in some way in those annual legal compliance meetings you've attended or agonized through, but others don't. And it isn't always made clear that a lot of the do's and don'ts educators are told about in these meetings have their origin in a judicial opinion. By the time it reaches you, chances are the story and the rich history of a particular opinion have been stripped away, leaving you with just the grist, the bottom line. A full accounting of all the relevant opinions published by judges on a daily basis in various jurisdictions is not possible within a short amount of time or the space allotted in this audiobook. If you're like most busy educators, culling through centuries of jurisprudence is neither appealing nor the best use of your limited time anyway. So for this audiobook, I've selected just 10 U.S. Supreme Court opinions involving public schools. Why these 10 cases? Because they delve into some of the most important topics and situations educators face every day including those at the beginning of this preface. They cover the landscape of both civil rights, like discrimination, and civil liberties, such as individual freedom and privacy. Because they are U.S. Supreme Court cases, they impact the entire nation, not just one state or region. These cases are of historic impact that many people, not only educators, would benefit from knowing. And they're just plain interesting. They involve real problems of real people who are raising legal and policy issues thorny and weighty enough to have reached the highest court in the land. To read them is to take a mini-course in the history of education in our nation. Most fundamentally, these cases serve as a reference and compass for educators whose role as moral and civic leaders is more important than ever as our democracy becomes increasingly divisive and our futures uncertain. Other than the parent, it is you, the educator, who have long been the first responder when it comes to guiding children in how to treat others and engage with the world. You may be the first one to teach a child how to speak and even disagree with others respectfully, how to be kind, how to treat someone different as an equal. How important are those skills these days? You, the educator, are a legal role model for kids whether you see yourselves as such or not. Students watch how you interact not only with them, but with other students and adults at school. They pick up on what behavior is permissible and what's out of bounds through you. That's what the law is, in essence, a system for mapping out and enforcing the norms of human behavior. Beyond you, the classroom and entire school are a hotbed of civic and arguably legal learning, both passive and active. Students observe whether and how the rules and policies of the classroom and school are implemented. They notice how students with different backgrounds and abilities are treated. Students of color, students from other nations, students learning English, students with cognitive or physical disabilities. Their civic and rudimentary legal education is constant, and yet, As opposed to subjects like math or language arts or science, there are few instructional resources on what the foundational principles or learning outcomes are in this type of education. The foregoing cases illuminate these principles and outcomes for the educator. You may read them purely for your personal edification, but chances are 
you'll also be drawn to reflect on what they mean for your teaching practice or your school. How can they help you address the needs of a particular student? What civic lessons do they teach? What values do they impart? You may be surprised to find that you are uncomfortable with how a particular case was decided. I personally disagree with the outcome of more than one in this bunch, but these cases still shed light on an important aspect of public education in the United States. Sometimes seeing what we oppose can bring into focus what we espouse. Reading these 10 cases certainly won't address every situation educators encounter, nor does it count as legal advice, but it will provide insights into how educators may act appropriately, support students who are at risk or face unique challenges or needs, and perhaps even elevate the discussion, teaching, and practice of equity and justice at school.